This episode of On the Road with Joe and Joe is brought to you by Electric, Electric Fish Lights. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever found yourself listening to Elton John out of a piano-shaped speaker slash lamp? Well, now you can. Awesome! Electric Fish Lights is a custom IQ lamp design studio where you can create the lamp you want and they will build it for you and ship it fully assembled. Every light comes with a 12 foot cord, a 10 year LED light bulb, and all the hardware you need to hang it! So here's the thing people, we're approaching Christmas season, believe it or not. It's already October. So what better Christmas gift can you give to your loved one, friend? whoever you get your Christmas gifts for, then a unique speaker slash lamp slash light that no one else has. So our fish light that we have um, isn't a speaker. However, it is a light that comes with this remote where you can change the colors you can set it to like flash different colors, put it on a timer, all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, and on top of that, it like once you can like set it up to make it like connect to music and it'll like flash to the music. Ooh. Yeah, it can like sense it. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's dope. I don't know how to do it, but So John <laughs> John and Amy are super rad people. They're our first sponsor and we love them to death. And let me tell you, no one is more deserving of your business than those two. Mm -hmm. And they are going to work their asses off to get you the custom product uh, for you or your loved one. Just how you want it, just how you need it, and makes excellent gifts. So, hook it up. You can find them on the web at www.electricfishlights.com or on Instagram at electricfishlights. On the road, Joe and Joe. On the road, Joe and Joe. Hey, hey, trippers! Joe here. And your favorite gal, Pow Jordan. And welcome to On the Road with Joe and Joe. This week, we are checking in from Nelson, our Honda Civic. Oh, what a great car! And apparently Nelson as a female. She is. But I Jordan don't know. here doesn't agree with Nelson being a girl's name, and I'm just like, you know what? It's 2021. This is the future, and Nelson Can be loves her name. Whoever she wants to be, I guess. Exactly. And she wants to be a fine piece of uh, driving machine. <laughs> driving booty. Driving booty. Oh, you lost a loop on. You I lost know. two. Yes, I did. Oh, I lost no. one the other day and one this morning. So Darn. Yeah, it's okay. It's from partying too much. I guess so. Sleeping too hard. All of that partying, yeah. Anyways. Where are we headed, baby? To my little cousin's uh, play that he is in. Hell yeah, I'm ready to get my play on. Mm-hmm. Spark that bowl. Oh, did you, did you bring a lighter? I did. Here you go, my baby. Thank you. 
So, before we get to this week's episode, we got some bittiness for you. And to start off our bittiness, go follow us at Road Trippers with a Z1211 at on Instagram. Also, follow us on uh, Joe's Boomerang Sky Band page, um, which is Boomerang Sky Band. And then also check out our Etsy Instagram, which is Colors by Joe underscore N underscore Joe. We were actually out and about hanging out last night. Oh my. And I got a couple art pictures. So I'm going to be posting those. First post in like, I think the last post I made was when we were in Alabama. Oh my. <laughs> Checking in from the lot. <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah. We haven't done much uh, city hanging recently. Yeah. I haven't seen as much art. Besides like, I guess I could post shit from the lot. So I may start doing that. Hmm. Anyway. Next is Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash O-T-R-W-J-N-J. There, you will find our Patreon page. And how Patreon works is for as little as a dollar a month, you subscribe to our page and you get bonus content that the average listener of the show doesn't get to see. One thing we've started doing is posting an album a week. Um, the first two have been my picks, and we'll get some of Jordan's picks in there, too. Are you? Yeah. He says that, guys. No, I will. I've done it two <laughs> weeks in a row now, on time. So, you just weren't home yesterday, so. Touche. When I did it, so I didn't ask. But we'll we'll be getting some, uh, some of Jordan's picks in there, Because mine too. are the ones that matter. Right. So, yeah. Obviously. I only listen to stupid music. <laughs> and... Also, we post weekly trip reports. Have been slacking recently because we've been hanging out and chilling the past couple weeks in between legs of tour and honestly haven't been doing much. Thank goodness. But yeah, we definitely needed the time off. Uh, we head back out tomorrow and I cannot fucking wait. I've and missed the band. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back in the groove of that kind of thing and I think that's going to be giving me some... Uh, more reminders to actually take a video every day. Yeah, because we'll be doing something. It's right. not like, what are we going to take a video of? The same four walls we've seen? You know what I mean? Like, here's a video of me sitting on the couch. Yeah. Here's a video of me laying in bed. Then here's, here's a video, a video of, me... of me in a different spot of the couch. Yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> Cuddling with lady. As cute as that is, it's hard to remember for me when I don't have much to do. Much to do so... Excuse me. While I've appreciated the time off, I'm ready to get back to it. Seriously. All right, what's next, baby? Shit. Uh, Etsy. Uh, just, it's called Colors by Joe and Joe. We actually haven't been on it much lately, but I think we need to renew all of our posts. Mm -hmm. But, heck yeah, I'm super excited. Um, get those renewed. Yeah, I've been making a lot of tops, so I'm excited to put those back up on there. Top time. Top time. Titty tops. Get on top. Get on Get on top. <laughs> Next is Bandcamp. Bandcamp is where you can help monetarily support us through my music project, Boomerang Sky. How it works, you go to Bandcamp 
Sorry, you go to Boomerang Sky Band 513.bandcamp.com. What can you find there, you might be thinking? You can find several acoustic demos that I have recorded with my good buddy Tim. Shout out, Tim. And some more of those are going to be coming hopefully this week. I release some two at a time, and I've now started getting into the tunes I've recorded since leaving on our journey back in April. What else can you find on Bandcamp page? You can find the EP that I released summer 2020, and that has three fully plugged in electric arrangements of some of my tunes, plus two acoustic demos. Check it out. You can also find those if Bandcamp isn't your thing on all streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, all those great things. So please check it out because you dig it. Send it to all your friends who are into psychedelic rock style music. Or just send it all to your friends. Yeah, really the music doesn't have a genre. I I feel like I kind of just write whatever comes to me. I feel like you've had much more of a folk um, influence lately. Yeah, I've kind of been changing up what I've been listening to. Yeah, listening. your sound is changing. Yeah. Um, I feel like, what did we talk about that one time when you started looking at maybe your art through like a stranger's eyes, you find? Oh, yeah. Who were we? Was that Kristen? I maybe? I don't no, remember. It, it, yeah, it was because she, a friend of her, no, it was, uh, we were hanging out with Sarah and her friend. Yeah. And a friend of Sarah's friend had hit up some uh, someone who was famous in whatever her hobby was. No, it was Callie. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> who was it? Who was it? <laughs> um, that eventually you find your style, and like I feel like you've really been doing that lately, really finding your sound, mm-hmm. and not just like I when I write music. I don't need to make this about me. However, I uh, I'm going to. So thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> I find that I mimic a lot of stuff just because that's how I, that's how you start, mm-hmm. you know, but you're really starting to come up, up with your own things and like, there's obviously influences and like you can hear that subtly sometimes, especially since I know your music tastes so well. Right. You know, but as a stranger, I would never guess, you oh. know what I mean? Which Cute. is really awesome. So that is Bandcamp. Next is... Email. Damn, I always forget email. Mm-hmm. So email us, my peeps at roadtrippers with a Z, 1211 at gmail.com. Give us your trip reports or what's going on in your brain and ask us questions or not. You know, you don't have to, I guess. But I'd really enjoy it. I sit there on my phone all day. It'd be nice to receive an email. <laughs> reach out to us. Yeah. You want to be on the show? Reach out to us. You got something interesting to say? Leave us uh a voice recording and email it to us. We love honesties. So any um, any of you podcast critics out there, if you have anything to say, let us know. Mm-hmm. We're always looking to learn and improve our show for you guys. Hell yeah. Lastly, hit up Apple Podcasts. Apple? Apple Podcasts. Hit it up. Search the show. Give us a five-star review. That's a free way to send some love our way. And to help our show gain more exposure. Fuck yes! And if you're really feeling fancy, 
leave us a comment along with your five-star review. Tell us what your favorite episode of the show is so far. Or tell us how you came to find the show. Are you a friend of ours? Did somebody turn you on to it? Um, Things of that nature. And that shit makes me really happy. Uh, I don't want to speak for Jordan, but I feel like it does for her, too. Yeah. Am I correct? Yes. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, So, yeah. That is our biddiness. And thank you so much for supporting us and sending us your love. We feel it. And makes it feel all giddy inside. I love that. So, today's episode is going to be a cool one. I'm super pumped. Because... I am going to be interviewed by your favorite gal pal Jordan here. Are you going to be interviewed? I didn't think about it like that. I just let you talk about Well, you guys get to be a part of it all. I don't have any questions. Just ask me some questions. Okay. So, uh, as Boomerang Sky. So talking about my music projects so you guys can get some insight as to what's really going on besides just checking out Bandcamp that we talk about in our biddiness every week. Biddiness. Well, I guess, like, there's a whole part of... I've been a part of uh, Boomerang Sky. I mean, like, I've seen it. I've not been physically a part of it um, for a lot of it. But there's a somewhat of a small chunk before I met you that you were doing this. Mm-hmm. So, like... How did it start? Like, what made you want to create your own personal project? Because you've been in bands for a long time. You know, was it just like a final straw? You're like, well, if I've been in all these bands, like, it's time for me to just be the leader of my own project? Well, in 2016, I finished up my classes at Miami. That was in May of 2016. And Oxford is a really interesting town. Um, A lot of the social scene, in terms of, like, the bar scene, is kind of dominated by uh, the Greek crowd. So those who decide to join um, social fraternities. Which, I was in a uh, professional fraternity. uh, Not a social one. It's like half social, half professional. Anyway. What does that mean? So like... For people who... So like I was in Phi Mu Alpha. And basically what that is, is people who... uh, Music is a center point in your life. And um, so then now I have this network of most most colleges that have a... Some kind of music or arts degree uh, have a chapter of this fraternity. So now I'm a part of of this network of uh, musicians that musicians or people who music is kind of the center or a strong influence in their life Mm. or creative types and so it's kind of a professional organization to help music educators or musicians network with each other that's so good yeah yeah it was I'm glad I joined it I didn't have the best relationship with it in I was in school, mm. but um, I think it's really once we stop traveling and settle down uh, into our new city, I think it's going to be an immediate contact point. Yeah. Um, to make new friends and a new location. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, 
that's kind of what the social scene is controlled by up in Oxford. And so there's not a lot of opportunities for live music in a bar setting in Oxford, which makes for a really interesting dynamic for those who uh, choose performing kind of as their main creative outlet. Yeah. So there's a pretty big house show scene. So throughout my time in college, I played drum set and uh, drum set bass and even keys in a couple of just like side projects just for fun. I would love to see you play keys. Because like, <laughs> I've seen you play the piano only twice uh-huh. since I've met you. And like, you're good at it. You... Oh. I mean, you, I mean, you took classes as a kid, and, like, yeah. that's one of those things they say once you, like, it's like riding a bike, once you learn piano, you don't forget it type of thing. It was my first instrument, so I, I kind of view music uh, through that lens, um, not on purpose. Right. But it was, yeah, that's kind of what I learned the basics of music through. So I can at any time, I have to put a little work into it since I don't play consistently. Right. But I can pretty much at any time with, you know, a couple of days worth of work. Um, yeah, play keys in a band or just basic core pop music. Yeah. Um, things of that nature. So that's really cool. So, yeah, that's kind of what I did when I was in school. And I kind of focused, my focus was still on being a music educator. I thought I wanted to teach drumline my whole life. Uh, something I was very passionate about um, through marching band because I'm a giant nerd. And uh, so I thought that's what I wanted to do. And then I graduated. And that first summer, out in quote-unquote the real world, because Oxford's kind of a bubble, um, I'm convinced sometimes it's not even a real place. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, a glitch in, like, society. Yeah, so graduating and moving down to the Cincinnati area, I finally had opportunities to actually make some money um, as a gigging musician so I it was it was a weird transition and I basically took any gig that I could find I my policy was I find a gig I say yes <laughs> um, it doesn't matter if it was playing drum set in a polka band which I did a couple times or oh find a musical um, musicals was kind of the way I was making money pretty good money for a while. Yeah. Um, and he missed my 20th birthday. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always have to bring that up. I'm man. totally over it, guys. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, <coughs> June of 2016, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers put out their most recent album. And they were kind of my first rock and roll band that I idolized over. I got uh, Stadium Arcadium the Christmas after it came out, so that would have been 2006, I think. I was seven. Um, and absolutely fell in love with the Chili Peppers, first kind of rock band I obsessed over. <laughs> and so 2016, they put uh, their most recent album out, and they have this tune, uh, The Longest Wave, that opens up with the lyric, throw me all around like a boomerang sky. 
And I can remember hearing that when I gave the album its first listen through and being like, holy shit, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) And like, uh, lyrically, the Chili Peppers have always been super interesting to me. Their, Their kind of style has changed over the years from record to record. Um, but their lyrics have always been kind of like a mashup of just like bullshit <laughs> and like some kind of things that after you hear them time and time again, they're like start making sense. Kind of deep, yeah, in like this weird abstract kind of way. Uh, but rarely do their lyrics first listen really hit me. Hmm. Uh, usually it's it's the groove or something in the instrumental that gets me hooked in. I so I was like, wow, that, what a fucking lyric. That is cool. Um, and then flash forward in about a, a month mile, later. Turn left onto West Main Street. You're going to hear the GPS people. So I had to, I pulled it up just so I could like make sure I saw it because I thought you had the thing turned down. Oh, I see. No, it's so. okay. Anyway, so I had uh, a friend who was still living in Oxford at the time, and a buddy of his that he worked Turn left onto West Main Street. at um, <laughs> this coffee shop in Oxford with had just written a book, and he was having a book release party in Clifton. And he um, was doing like a signing for the first however many people who bought the book, and then he was having uh, performance art for a couple hours, so he had some poets out. That's so In a quarter cool. mile, um, turn right onto US 35 West, Richmond Pike. I believe this is your hit. Oh, have you just been sitting on it? <laughs> I have just been sitting on it. So, he had this book release party, creative art, yeah. He had poets, um, he had some solo acoustic musicians, and he asked uh, my buddy to put we're getting pulled a, over, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. A band together. And so it was a trio, two of my buddies, one on bass, one on keys, and I played drums, and we just played, like, jazz shit. Turn whatever. right onto US Was that Brian and, and uh, Brian? Brian and Robbie. Robbie. Why did yeah. I forget? Yes, yes. And so uh, we were looking Continue for a name. For 10 miles. For the project. And I was like... Dude, let's use Boomerang Sky. It's from this cool Chili Peppers song that just came out. And it's been really sitting in my head recently. She was like, alright. So that was the first time I used the project name. Um, so we played that gig. It was super fun. And then that summer and like the whole rest of that year, uh, we played a bunch of gigs. And every gig we would try and come up with a new name for ourselves just to be fucking dumb. Um, then that makes it very hard for people to like start recognizing like you guys as like a... Right. You know. So for that kind of project, we were never really playing serious gigs. Oh, you were like, just like goofing the goof. Yeah, we played this farmer's market a bunch and we played like Buddy's book release. We played uh, we played this fancy party that was a friend of like Brian's parents knew just like random shit um some things were like the name wasn't even necessary 
<laughs> we were just like, all right, what are we going to call ourselves this time? <laughs> Type shit. So that was kind of uh, the iteration or the beginning of using that project name. So then fast forward to um, January of 2018, I was living in Forest Park and I had some new roommates move in with me and my buddy Sneed. And uh, my new roommate Anthony had a guitar. And when they moved in, he was like, hey man, just wanted to let you know I have like a bass, a guitar, acoustic, and a couple electrics. I don't really use them, but I have them. Um, Sneed said that you play music. If you ever want to use them for anything, feel free. Excuse me. Hit this bowl real quick. That's really cool, though, that, like, once again, though, your life is showing you that this is something you need to do all right. the time. But you got super fortunate to realize you didn't want to be a teacher before becoming a teacher. So I feel like that can ruin a lot of people's lives, and then you would have been stuck playing in basements for the rest of your life. Just being, right. like... I mean, and that's still fun, and that, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But, like, the intention behind it is different. Where, like, it would have been more depressing. You would have felt like you left at something, or, like, you never had an opportunity to play it. Where now you realize you don't really need to play all the time. Like, you don't, you do, but you don't play, like, you don't need to be on stage all the time. And you don't need to, you get your travel out somewhere else. And you get all the stuff that you were craving from that lifestyle in different ways. And yes. then you still have now this better relationship with music. It's not something you're missing out on. You are actively still doing it. Right. But it's not to, like, become rich and famous. It is to feed your soul. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the right purpose to be doing something. Yes. And I'm... That's so cool to also watch somebody do it the right way versus, like... I mean, you were obsessive about it for a long time. You know what I mean? Because that, that was your out. That was your way to feel like you were successful. You right. know what I mean? And you equated a lot of success with more gigs and then like making your body tired and I mean you were literally so much more sick more often when you were gigging all the time yeah because you were tired your body was just tired (coughs) for sure yeah yeah I will say that those those who are out there of doing the hustle of teaching music whether it's private lessons or in a school setting or whatever and doing the gig hustle I mean, I did that for one semester worth of time when I did my student teaching, and I had just joined my first, like, pretty serious band, and, I mean, I was so fucking tired all the time, and about halfway through that semester, fell asleep behind the wheel and was in a really shitty car accident, like, that shit just, man, it ground me down. I mean, yeah. a, a, a person can only consume... At least it wasn't, like, a DUI. Right. But they say fatigue is actually, like, far worse than, like, a drunk driver. A person know? can only consume so much caffeine. Right. And it do anything. Right. To, to uh, keep them awake when you're not getting the sleep you need to be getting. You're not taking care of your mental health. You're not... I bet your stomach was, like, fucked up at the time. Yeah. You just, like, had, you're just pushing it through. <laughs> And you're not taking care of, like, your professional and personal relationships, which is it. Whether 
whether you're an extrovert or introvert or where you fall on that spectrum, you, uh, a, a human still needs at some point a basic level of quiet time. healthy relationships yeah. and quiet time. Yeah. And I had no quiet time, very few healthy relationships. Right. Um, and so, yeah, to, to those of you who are, are doing that grind, wow. Yeah. That's all I got to say. And I'm glad it's not me anymore. But, it, um, that brings ahead. you to, like, but why you're doing this. You know what I mean? Like, you were living that lifestyle for so long, in a way. And then, once you stop that, you really put so much more focus onto Boomerang's Guide, and it's flourished. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you create songs all of the time. Yeah. And that's rad. I mean, what do you... I mean, I see the process, but for people who've not seen the process of you, like, playing, how does the way it's formed influences the way you write songs? Hmm. Well, to, uh, to continue with how I got to guitar. Oh, sorry, uh, we got waited room. No, you're fine. My roommate, Anthony, he, he let me use his guitar that he had. And I kind of flirted with guitar on and off. Yeah, I like that. Um, for a couple years. And it it's one of those instruments where, like, a lot of other instruments just kind of uh, clicked with me. And guitar was kind of the first one where, like, I sat down a couple times to fuck around and it didn't just click. And it's one of those instruments that you really, really have to put a lot of time in to get... Uh, the muscle memory and the dexterity in your fingers for specifically how you have to use them to play the guitar um, down pat, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't used to that. <laughs> um, and so this is January of 2018. I really started to put the time in um, because My I had a guitar. My was like, no, it's not. I had the guitar available to me for the first time um, and so I started to put the time and energy in and I basically learned by at that at that point I was really really fucking heavy into the dead and through looking up their chords I realized that wow 90% of their tunes are pretty simple yeah. When it comes down to it, in because terms of... Because most of their stuff is mainly improv, so... Right, like, so in terms of, like, the bones boom, of the song, yeah. and just playing as a, an acoustic performer, their tunes were pretty easy to learn for a beginner. So, anyone, whether you like The Dead or not, if you're looking for an easy way to get in the guitar, The Dead is it. <laughs> and so, then I found through learning the guitar through the lens of their music, I got another completely different perspective Mm. on that band that I hadn't had before and it just caused me to plunge in even deeper uh, than I was at the time so time passes by August of 2018 comes around and I meet you and I've said this before that maybe a month month and a half into our friendship um, Mm. I was subbing at the time and I was kind of running out of things to do to keep myself occupied all day. Uh, my brain is so goddamn fast that I uh, lose interest and attention very quickly and just sink into my head uh, if I'm not stimulated and then just cause me to like think and focus on things that I don't need to be focusing on, whether it's right. in 
intrusive thoughts that are just causing me to be miserable or, or substances substance or tapping into the collective unconsciousness unco- uh, that's like feeding me things uh, that I don't need to be hearing because like the collective consciousness isn't the most healthy right now mm. especially like this was going into uh, about the middle of a certain Cheeto man's presidency and it just a rough time. Not that things are any better now, but uh, still, right. Uh, Points up. You guys, you all lived through that time potentially, so you know, you know what I'm saying. And uh, you were like, "Well, why don't you try getting into poetry?" And so I did, and I, I like really dove into it. And I, um, growing up in my household, reading was really pushed, so I read so many books as a kid. And that just kind of has influenced, like, the vocabulary I have and just, like, the word base that's in my head. And I found through expressing my emotions and my feelings through poetry, I was really tapping into something cool. Something I didn't even know that I was connected to. Uh, So I'm really thankful for you uh, pushing me in that direction. Thanks for that. I really enjoyed, like... How proud you were of them as well. Yeah. You're definitely somebody who needs to, like, get reassurance. And uh, words of affirmations is one of your love languages. Like, that, you need that. It's because you didn't get that a lot. And yeah. To, like, feel your energy. to be Not to be like, tell me this was good, but just listen to this. And just, like, you. D- I didn't have to say anything. It didn't matter what I said. But you still wanted, like, it to be said. And to mm. someone to receive it. You know what I mean? Definitely. And it was really cool to then, like, see that growth of you being, like, the first few times being somewhat timid. Your voice was a little shaky. Yeah. And then, like, being like, I wrote this bomb-ass fucking piece today. Let me tell you it. You know? Mm-hmm. And I get to sit down and enjoy that. And I'm just a little tiny open mic in your bedroom for 15 minutes. Yeah. And so... And that influenced me to then start saying mine to you. Mm. And then eventually doing them on stage. And then then eventually playing music as well. Yeah. Mm. And so... I was subbing one day. This was like... End of November. I don't know why I remember that, but... It was the end of November. <laughs> and... In a quarter mile, merge onto I-70 West, US 35 North. I was reading through one of my poems and I was like this is a song just how I had read it that particular day this is a song and so when I subbed I always brought my guitar with me so that any free period or lunch whatever I could be practicing mm-hmm. and continue so I like, on I-70 West for six miles okay I have these lyrics, now I just need a chord progression. So I was just noodling around, and at that point I had no songs that I had written, so I could use any progression that I wanted. Literally everything was new Mm -hmm. to to, um, being a a progression through my lens to work with something that I was writing. So I, I came up with the progression and I found a melody and then I put the lyrics to that melody and that was my first song and from there I was just like wow so I can do this 
uh, that's cool. And it was crazy because um, I didn't ever think that I could write songs or that what I had to say as a songwriter was worth saying. And that's, like, a much deeper thing in itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately. And I think... Indiana. I think that's also just connected to just kind of where I was at mental health-wise at the time. Um, And songwriting has definitely helped me with that, Mm. which is cool. And so then... It literally took me doing it once to then know that I could do it. And then, you know, at, at that at that point in time, about once a month, uh, it would just, the feeling of I need to write a song would just kind of hit me. And I'd be like, all right, it's time. And so in that, in that time period, I was really exploring the, creative process through the lens of a songwriter and at the time I was also playing in quite a few projects I was still in the mindset of never saying no to a gig because um, I was only about two years into Cincinnati's music scene so I didn't feel that I was really in a position with at the time playing music all the time was all I really wanted to be doing. So I didn't feel I was in a place to say no to a gig. I was just burning myself out. I mean, I would, including, including Boomerang Sky shit. Yeah. I was playing in like six or seven different projects. Off and on. Some on consistently. Some whenever I was needed. Shit like that. It was really nice though to like be a part of that time of your life. Because it was, it was fun. It was nice to be on the go literally every... We are on the go every day, but much more consistently, and we're much more responsible. Like, we go to bed consistently at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or before, it was, like, 2 a.m. sometimes on a Tuesday, and, like, Mm -hmm. let's go see this show five hours away. Or, like, you just were like, hey, I'm playing here every fucking weekend, so we always had something to do. Yeah. But that's... I, like, don't know how we made it. (laughs) Yeah. I almost fell asleep... On my way to Mercy once. That was in the beginning. I had to like Into really chill out. After Take that. exit 151 for US 27 Chester Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, because you were having to get get up so early at that point in time. Yeah, with the with lady. Uh-huh. Oh my god, 4 a.m. for no fucking reason. I was late every fucking day. <laughs> I really don't know how I had that job. I yeah, really don't. I was such a bad employee. Oops. <laughs> and so. Um, I started after the the book release gig. I didn't really use Boomerang Sky for anything for a while. But then, starting in 2018, I started throwing these shows in the basement of the house I was living in. And come uh, September 2018 was the first time I used boomerang sky again and i was playing duo gigs with uh my friend brian and uh originally it was just covers it would be one of us on acoustic guitar and
vocals and the other on bass. And um, we started that kind of middle summer 2018 and that went on for a while. And then once I started writing my originals, then I started putting those in the rotation for those gigs. In half a mile, take exit 151 for US 27 Chester Boulevard. And then uh, at a certain point, we kind of had a falling out. And Oops. so then I was like, well, I, at this point, I have all of Take these. Take exit 151, then keep right at the fork. Original songs and all these covers that I've learned over. Um, I was playing this open mic every week at this spot. Lydia's on Ludlow. I miss that. I don't miss anything else besides the open mics. Mm. And like the Keep vibe. Right at the, fork. the open mics were fun because it was a great place to meet people. And then sometimes when I would throw gigs, I would have friends sit in. On US 27 North for 22 miles. And a lot of them were friends that I had met through either throwing, uh, throwing the, the shows in my basement or that I had met through going to that open mic at Lydia's. And so I would have those people sit in, or I would meet them and be like, hey man, let's have your band play at my next basement show. Mm. Like, All right, and then that would bring out a whole nother crew of people to catch their set, would meet more friends that way, and my network just kept expanding and expanding. Uh, so now we're like middle 2019, and I was like, man, I've been playing only really acoustic gigs. I think it's time to get out and see if I can put a band together to arrange some of my shit for fully plugged in rock and roll. And so I played the first gig of that at the 4th of July show I threw in my basement. And I decided uh, about a month before that gig happened that I was going to start a solo project, use the Boomerang Sky name, and I was going to play acoustic gigs when I could and electric gigs as well and make each time I had an electric gig, uh, the band that was behind me make it completely different uh, and also potentially differ the lineup. So, um, the lineup of the first project was double guitar, uh, myself on guitar, just playing rhythm, and also my buddy Tim mm. playing guitar, and then... Tim's fucking crazy. He's ridiculous. We should have him on the show. That would be so fun. I miss him. He's such a cutie. Yeah, I met him through student teaching. He, uh, I did that at Loveland. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> um, I did it at Loveland High School, and he was a student at the time. And then once he graduated, I can't remember how we reconnected. I think I ran into him uh, at a show or a gig or something. Um, and he was like, yeah, man, I'm looking to play as much as I can. And it was the summer right after he graduated, I think, uh, is when I played that first electric boomerang sky gig and he sat in so then I had my buddy Joey on bass and my buddy fucking what is his name Thomas 
on drum set. And so, you know, I sent him the tune list, we had two rehearsals, and then we played the gig, and, um, nice. That particular gig, I also had my buddy, uh, Garrett sit in on saxophone, also somebody, uh, I met through student teaching at Loveland. And so, man, that fucking gig, I will never forget that. That, um, I always get, like, performers high, and through the lens of playing Boomerang Sky music and the covers that I choose to play, I don't really get nervous. I kind of just sit in, like, this... Show off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of, I don't know, my uh, uh, part of my brain that isn't, that is only active, I think, when I'm playing music. Fuck yeah. Just, I think that's like, you're in the flow. Yeah. You just, are connected to the source in that moment and there's no other high like it apparently. You know? It just turns on. And it, it'd be nice to be able to learn how to get that to turn on all the time. But, but we're, then we're working you, on like, that. Then you're literally mentally like your stimulation part of your brain, like whatever is uh, addicted to that that stimulation uh, you can literally like abuse the fuck out of it and then things will never bring you joy because you like overuse it hmm. and like people with ADHD and autism are more apt to do that to themselves because it feels good and like same with like sex and stuff like that people will overdo it because they it feels good all of the time and then it gets harder and harder to get off and then that's how people have like sex addictions and shit like that sure so I guess I guess what it's like really good that you don't do that to your brain all the time and it is then like truly a treat and that's what I'm getting to you know what I mean and that it does feel so good because it's not like you're literally coming all all of the time you know and you didn't even come all of the time basically at each show because some shows didn't give you what you needed because some something was off or like your mentality was off so you weren't connected to the source you weren't in the flow isn't that crazy yeah. Yeah. So I guess just maybe finding a balance yeah. into, um, I've been working kind of recently or attempting to make, uh, some effort on, um, relieving anxiety in social situations since I don't drink anymore, mm. where, where alcohol naturally lowers those kind of, uh, social inhibitors. So I've been uh, kind of working on that and trying to relate how I feel when I'm on stage, uh, trying to find something in a in a social interaction that can kind of get me to a, a pseudo state or something that's that's similar to where I'm in the flow and I can just naturally speak and, and have things to contribute. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, Anyway, so that, that first that first plugged in gig, I was like, wow, I have really come so far from saying I'm mainly a drummer where I'm sitting at the back of the stage, uh, kind of doing my own thing and not a lot of the attention is on me and I was completely fine with that. But I have really, uh, at that point, I had really come out of my shell to kind of fully embrace... Your literal shell though. Like, yeah. Like the drum shit 
literally had a separation from you and the audience. And, right. And even the other players, you were well protected. Yes. Um, and so that was one way that I have learned to be more vulnerable with with my emotions and kind of uh, uh, where I'm at in my day-to-day kind of headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to kind of tap into this more uh, vulnerable mindset. And that's really, really helped me in, in a lot of ways. Uh, and so I'm super thankful that, that I've had these experiences to show me that. Um, and, and that's a really cool thing to be a part of and to be able to fully embrace uh, that I am a frontman. Yeah, you, you're a main character, baby. Um, when I told you that the other day, you not the other day, it was like a month and a half ago, but you literally got so blushy. It's like, <laughs> you don't like to say that you're a main character, but you are, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and like, it feels good to know that, to know that, like, people, like, look at you, you know what I mean? People observe you when you're on stage, and I can't wait to see the moment when you drop the guitar um, to then be a performer. Because I still feel like you kind of hide behind your guitar a little bit. Yeah, for and, sure. And it's a security thing, you know? Uh, but I would love for you to have a show and someone plays your part and you just sing and you have to move on stage. And uh, that would be hard for you to do, of course. You right. Know? <laughs> uh, you would need... And I would, I'm not saying you need coaching because it's all up to you, obviously. You know, there's people who just stand there sometimes. But uh, just as like a performer standpoint you know what I mean to truly do that and I totally believe in you and you totally can yeah and eventually right right and so I played that electric gig fucking awesome and I was like all right now it's time to take the electric band out into like the real world get out of the basement um, and so my good friend luck he has a project called melodic eye this uh, spot in OTR in Cincinnati called Motor that's a pretty happening uh, venue and uh, Luck snagged a lot of guy a gig there and he was like hey man we got this band Dressy Bessie from Colorado coming out and I need an opener would you be down to put something together fuck yes the, the, the opportunity to take the electric band out into the world just fell into my lap um, I, I had the thought and the intention after the, the 4th of July show, and the universe was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we can give you this. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting, um, or no, at that point I wasn't even subbing, I was working for your parents. Oh. And I was uh, working, just working one day and got that text and was like, fuck yeah, it's, here we go. So for that band, I put together my good friend Bernardo on guitar. I also play guitar, obviously did vocals. My buddy Alex on bass, and my good friend Charlie on drums. And man, that fucking uh, that band just did nothing but give me just the space to be and project whatever I wanted to be. Uh, and it was fucking incredible. Um, I, that, that's something that I'll just like the just like the July Fourth gig. I will never forget that. It was by far my favorite gig that we've, I've ever been to of yours. It was so fun, and, and uh, I covered one of the Chili Peppers tunes, 
and um, put the guitar down and just like fucking ran around on stage and just did literally whatever I wanted. Shook my body around. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. And so then from there, I was like, all right, I've done some acoustic demos with my friend Tim that released put up on Bandcamp to some decent attention. Now it's time to record some electric stuff. So my buddy Bernardo and I threw down on an electric EP with three tunes that I've mentioned in, in the business. And that got released in June of 2020. And that's probably the uh, crowning achievement of the project so far. I think to finally release something other than some demos and to um, yeah, really get some electric shit out there and to kickstart that being uh, another focal point of the project. And so, yeah, these days, um, the project's kind of on hold as, as we travel around and kind of get our bearings together as to where we want to start our life after we're done traveling. Mm. And I have... Like I was saying in the business earlier, I have started to release um, acoustic demos of the new tunes that I've written since we've left. Can you pull into that marathon? I'm sorry, that's why I touched your arm. Sorry, guys. Oh. I have to pee so bad that it hurts. Oh. Yeah, that's why okay. I touched your arm. I gotcha. I thought it was just time. Okay, well, no. we will take a slight pause, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you for sorry. taking that brief pause with us. I pee just break. literally was about to bust. <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> so we were at uh, kind of what I'm up to now. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I've been releasing acoustic demos of the tunes I've written. Head north on US 27 North, North Main Street toward Crown Street. Since. Continue <coughs> on US 27 North for 10 miles. Uh, since we've left on our journey. And right before we left. I laid down all the tracks for my first full-length album, and that's super, super exciting. Out sometime next year. Um, I was hoping for early next year, but uh, I'm going to have to take some of it into my own hands, so that's going to delay it just a little bit, but it'll be out next year, and uh, it's just going to be so cool to have that out and to have know everyone here kind of what I've been up to songwriting wise uh, uh, and arranging in terms of the differences between the acoustic de the tunes that are on the album the acoustic demos that have already been released of them um, how they've kind of progressed into fully electric songs yeah and I can't wait to share that with everybody and uh, gig wise I've just been chilling out you know with with COVID and everything and us constantly traveling there haven't been a whole bunch of opportunities for me to perform, but every opportunity that I have had has been awesome. And it's been really great to know that uh, taking this pause in, in performing live hasn't, yeah, I can just hold it, hasn't affected um, my ability to do so. Like the, the first gig back <clears throat> when I got up on stage, I was half expecting to be nervous. Uh, and I was a little nervous going into, but I, you know, picked my guitar up and got up to the mic, and it just all faded away as soon as I started playing. Hell yeah! 
Um, so, hell yeah. Nice to know I still got it. Yeah, you do, baby. That's right. <laughs> and so, with the project, you can help uh, to support us by following us on Instagram, as yep. we say in, in the biddiness every week, at Boomerang Sky Band. And then you can find the EP, Boomerang Sky EP, on all streaming services, on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, Amazon Music, whatever music, and YouTube. And then you can financially support the project on Bandcamp, Boomerang Sky Band 513.bandcamp.com. And there I got a bunch of acoustic demos and also the EP available for purchase. Gotten a decent amount of support on all of those things, and always looking for more. Thank you. Yeah, we love you guys. Oh, thank love you, you guys so much. Letting me interview you. Yeah, that was super super fun. And I didn't know certain things about it, and that was really cool to like learn some new stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we love you guys so much. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Give somebody a hug, and we'll catch you on down the road. Peace.